All right, we're back. Creator Destructor Podcast, episode 45. Yes, sir. Part two of uh, Ben and Steve's top five hip-hop and metal records. We did the hip-hop episode. Hopefully you checked that out and enjoyed it. Uh, if you're into hip-hop. If not, if you're just a metalhead who has never you know, dived down the road of uh, hip-hop, this list will probably be more up your alley. And uh, yeah, we, uh, like I mentioned in the first episode, we've played in Light the City for, you know, 15 plus years or whatever at this point, which is a melodic death metal band. And we met as very young metalhead lads, uh, you know, 16 years old or something. Long hair, no facial hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. None. And, uh, you know, and we just always shredded together and wrote a lot of songs together and metal is near and dear to our hearts. I think we identify heavily as metal heads. Yes, sir. Um, and, uh, yeah. So you want to get this started? Uh, do sure. you want to do your first or should I do it? Doesn't matter either way. Yeah. I'll, I'll start. I'll start off this time. Um, oh, and we should disclaimer. If you didn't see the last episode that these aren't the top five metal albums ever objectively, these are our top fives for certain specific reasons, you know, usually having to do with a moment in time or something like that, or hold up, you know, replay value and just what we think are uh, classics, but that doesn't negate any of the uh, Mount Rushmore metal records that you might be <laughs> like, well, how could you not mention this? And it's like, because this is my life, this is what hits me the hardest, all yeah. right? Yeah. But it doesn't, it's no disrespect <laughs> to those records and all that. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. like we mentioned on the hip hop album episode, that would take a lot more work to kind of, you know, remove yourself from the equation and then really try to figure out like yeah. that whole thing so like collectively and makes, also that's makes a little music easier. subjective so it's fucking stupid exactly you know <laughs> uh, so yeah so uh yeah you want to start us off here buddy boy sure sure um and like you know um like we did last one we you know both of us have our own like honorable mentions and stuff too my list is unfortunately really goddamn long but um <laughs> to start okay so start off um First, I'm going to go Slayer, Rain and Blood. And um, never heard of it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, I mean, it's just, you know, anyone, any metalhead listening to this knows it's just, it's like a classic thrash record. It's probably, you know, Slayer to me was always kind of an outlier with like the, you know, Big Four or like the early like thrash metal bands just because. Obviously, like they're like you know, super satanic, like evil imagery and everything like that. But I still think their style of writing thrash, I don't think anyone had really done before. Like, I think Jeff Hanneman should get a lot of credit for almost coming up with like a style of riffing that I don't know if anyone really ever like did before him. Like to his style, obviously it's like they're influenced by like you know all the new wave of British heavy metal. And everything like that, but just really just being constantly fast. Um, Lombardo's drumming uh, added a whole element to yeah. that record where it's just like, it's so good and just insanely hot. Like, the, he hits so hard and everything, but it's not perfect. It's a bit sloppy. Yeah. You know, which makes him so much cooler. It's just because it had all this heart and, and this, you know, they're so young and hungry and driven. And that was a crazy record. It's, it's, it's balls out. It's just like front to back. It's like, unrelenting yeah yeah absolutely. and that was a little different than some of the thrash bands at the time doing like really like musical passages here and there and like yeah you know, the metallicas and megadeths etc like exactly had a lot more going on musically but this <clears throat> was just like you know kick your fucking ass rips all, yeah all the time yeah yeah um and i think um yeah just again and another thing and this goes um 
just kind of goes with just like thrash metal and there was always the west coast bands and like the east coast bands like anthrax and overkill and um all those groups were anthrax and overkill were more the melodic vocals and everything like that where the west coast was more like the straightforward more pissed off the testament exodus testament exodus yeah Yeah, um metallica if you count them as a babe they are a babe band to me even though you know it was la yeah yeah exactly exactly um but I just think Slayer was, is just like the epitome of just that, just ass kicking, just like most like pissed off like thrash bands ever. And I think, and it's always kind of like you never want to pick like their biggest record as your favorite. But I have no qualms of saying like Rain of Blood's my favorite as well as yeah. being like their best. Yeah, you know, South so. of Heaven is pretty sick too, for sure. That might be like that and Seasons might be like you know my favorite other two. Absolutely. That know. was always kind of like their three most famous ones. Um, the one that um, kind of does kind of get forgotten because it was bef- it was in their early stages was like Hello Waits. Sure. Like Hello sure. Waits is like one of the coolest opening tracks ever, too. <laughs> you know, but yeah. Um, yeah. And just like, again, like I was stuck like Hanneman um, and Carrie King too. you know, obviously wrote stuff on this, too. But Hanneman was always, you know, the main songwriter wrote. Rest in peace. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, just, you know, the, like Angel of Death has some like the greatest riffs like yeah. ever. Um, but yeah, that's, I, I, that's why I kind of I, I was going to put them on my mentions, but I had to put them on my top five just for like. All yeah, I can, reasons. you know, knowing you, <clears throat> I couldn't imagine you leaving out that record. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right. That's a good one. And uh, yeah, I remember very, I remember many Slayer shows with you and Chris, like <laughs> oh, yeah. Slayer shows, yeah. Arch Enemy. I mean, Chris, uh, you know, shout out to Chris again, man. He's the yeah. reason, like, he's the reason why I'm into heavy music, period. And he's the one that bought me the CD, like, for, as like a Christmas present. He's a diehard yeah. Slayer yeah. fan. Yeah. yeah. You guys go hard at those shows. I always see footage on Instagram. Anytime Slayer <laughs> would play, it's just like, oh, dude, they're partying, man. Yeah. It's fucking great. <laughs> We're always it's a wreck great. after, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah, it's Slayer. <laughs> But, uh, okay, great. That's good. Uh, should I go next? Yeah, what you got? Right. Um, oh, wait, I got my LPs over here. Uh, so one of my favorite metal bands of all time, one of the most influential is In Flames. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. And we're talking early In Flames here specifically. If you've never heard In Flames and you go Google their newest song, that's not really what I'm talking about. <laughs> but uh, The yeah. Jester Race is my favorite In Flames record. Um, Absolutely. You know, Colony and Horacle and pin, uh, Pinball Map, I almost said Clayman, uh, you know, and even Lunar Strain, like, they're all amazing records. Like, their whole, yeah. like, you know, first six albums or whatever. Uh, but Jester Race holds a special place in my heart because uh, I love the production. It's, like, not great production, but it's so great, um, you know, but it's not as big as Colony or Horacle or anything. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, just <clears throat> had this charm and, uh, diverse record like song to song it's like you you know you don't know what really you're gonna get except for it's gonna be grandiose harmonies and just like you know the the tw- the the twin guitar thing like they're to me sure that obviously like iron maiden obviously like their bands did that before yeah that's what they were influenced by but Definitely. for me like the melodic death stuff like their guitar sounds and their tones and just their riffs like they were simple and perfect you know, and they just hit so hard, and these records really hold up. But uh, Jester Race is just fucking perfect. I even love the like the kind of bad artwork, the terrible font down here. But I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love things for the time they were in. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I know you have a lot to say about Jester Race too. Yeah, and just in Flames in general, man. Like, yeah, um, yeah Jester Race. It always comes for In Flames. It always comes down to either Jester Race or Colony. 
for mm -hmm. me. Um, if I were if I were to pick one, it'd probably be Colony, just because mm -hmm. I I got into that one a bit earlier. Sure. Um, but Jester Race, like, uh, I still think you know you could make an argument like that was like you know when In Flames really like you know like kind of like not like I don't want to say topped out because that's not true, but um, you know really became like In Flames. Yeah. You know, like like you said, Lunar Strain is a great debut record, but this one is just like just so much better. You can tell they like matured on it a lot more. Um, yeah, I, drummer was a huge influence to me too, for because, sure. You know, just the thrash beat, the simplicity. Like he he really stirred the songs and the riffs, and they uh, they just packed a punch, man. Like artifacts of the black rain, you know. Uh, Moonshield, they're like opening the like just a really gonna, slow kind of song. I was just like gonna a groovy mid, not even mid tempo, like. It, Slow tempo song. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a waltzy beat. I was just going to say, yeah, because like, what you just said, like, how it's a very diverse record. Yeah, yeah, opening with that acoustic, like, clean riff in the beginning. And plus, like, their melodies are just so, like, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just, like, like thinking there you of go, that. people. There you <laughs> go. Thinking of that Moonshield, like, opening riff in my head. But, like, <laughs> another, thing, um, another thing that kind of threw me off when I was a kid about this album, but I learned to appreciate way later, is that, the second track is like two and a half minute instrumental, which is so baller. Which is like, so I weird. love I love brave weird moves like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But then um, my my two favorite tracks on this, and it's cool that they're front to back, so you don't have to like skip around if you're just feeling like in that kind of mood. But uh, going in just a race, going into December Flower. Sure, side two here. Yeah, um, I just think th those fucking songs are just have. Just like they have those parts in the song that you look forward to, uh, like just race the middle, like the the da, 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 that yeah, whole yeah. part, and then they were the kings of like the mid tempo, like stompy melodic race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. A lot of that on Clayman too. There's a parts of Clayman that shine really hard. Yeah, like um, Bullet like, Ride has a part like that. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, absolutely, yeah. dude. I yeah, <laughs> I might throw that on in my car later. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Fun fact, too, uh, the old In Flames logo is what we based the new Light the City logo on from our last album and all that. Like, Hell yeah. I just love that classic mid-90s uh, Swedish shit, you know, that style. The Melodic Death Records had a different kind of vibe to their presentation. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. cool, It's cool, so especially, cool. Uh, yeah, how it, it still looks like a, a death metal record yeah. or death yeah. metal logo. Um, but it's definitely more like on the melodic side. And, um, another thing I will say, um, on there, I think that's uh, my favorite performance by Anders vocally. Yeah. I would, I, I think I would agree. Yeah. It's, it's fucking raw and, and brutal and I don't know. They just struck magic and continued it. But, um, I remember EJ from prosthetic always telling me like with light the city when like with each record, I'd be like, man, I hope like things pop a little bit. You know, he's just like took in flames, six records. Away, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, right. Yeah. And once they really, really popped in the States and stuff like, uh, the material I started caring less for. Um, but yeah. you know, cause they evolved in an interesting way, but man, their first half of their catalog at this point, maybe just... there's more, maybe there's more latter records than, than those records now. I, I think there are 10 newer records after after these 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 golden yeah. few, you know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. But uh anyways, yeah, so what's your next? So um okay, next one I got <laughs> is um it, it's in uh I'm glad I re I remember to put this band in just they're one of my favorite bands ever. 
and you got into them, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, I did Moon Sorrow, uh, Voimasta Yakunyasta, which is their second album. Props, I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> I, I had many friends that knew that how to say that before I. Even I did, don't know so. how to say it. It just sounded perfect. <laughs> like I can't. I couldn't be able to. <laughs> So it's um, Moon Sorrow, as far as I know, has never done anything bad. Everything they've done has just been amazing. Truth. And like, and if you're gonna like rank any of their albums, the one you put at the bottom is just like a casualty of how good the other ones are. Right. right. They've never done anything bad. Um, but this is their second album. It's the first album I really ever got into, and it's um, all their albums are epic. But it was before they really started. Um, doing the really long, like songs. really long songs. I think mean, the yeah. songs are long, but it's not like eighteen minutes. Style. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But it's still, um, you know, it's it's a little more straightforward. Um, in terms of like hello, Lily. <laughs> um, as like a folk metal record, but um, Moon Sorrow always had that kind of like more epic, almost like movie soundtrack feeling to them very cinematic yeah very cinematic exactly yeah. um and just like the melodies in the parts on this album the production is great um at the same time still being like pretty lo-fi and they always keep that perfect like the production yeah. is never like big and slick and it might yeah. sound grandiose and huge because of like their band well that's but uh but it's never blown out and even their newest records like the lowest fi sounding one yet. yeah yeah and like, it's my favorite but uh, but yeah, that that bit you're right. They haven't done anything wrong. Yeah, ever. yeah, and like that's the yeah uh, Yamalta and Ica, which is their most recent one. Yeah, um, and Woo. that was about four, four or five years ago almost. So hopefully a new one's coming soon. It's a burner, yeah. But um, but it, it was but I was like that's another one. Where it's so hard to pick one. But this one I I chose this one because of my it was the first one I got into. It's still one of my favorites. Um. And it, I have a lot of good, like you know, memories and nostalgia attached to it. Also, mm -hmm. so when I put it on, it good driving metal takes you back. It, you yes. get lost. You're driving yes. road trip. You get lost in their, you know, composition. They're these masterpieces, like really long songs, and uh, they, you know, they they do this thing perfectly where they they they're a hybrid band where it's like they're not just black metal and they're not like Finnish like pagany totally, and they're not power metal, but they have like. They have inklings of all that. Exactly. And they, yeah. But it's totally unique. And it's just really, I don't know, like switching, like they'll have these epic clean singing parts that are like almost choral or uh, uh, choral. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah, choir, yeah. like, yeah. Um, and, and it just, it fits. You're not like, oh, they're singing now. It's like, no, it's perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't like singing in my metal usually. I really don't, unless it's all singing. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't like oh, mixing. You, you jump from screaming to singing, uh, you, I tap out. Yeah, usually. Yeah. You know? I, like if a band does that well, I love yeah. it. Um, Just rare. It's few. It, it is. Few yeah, few. definitely. Um, but yeah, no, I'm glad you hit on like their like choir parts or whatever because yeah. they're so. It adds just so much to their sound. Yeah. And um, and another thing about their recordings, even if it is lo-fi, their drums are always just fucking huge. huge. Like, the toms are enormous. The toms I love are them. Just, like so like thunderous and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, um, yeah, I, I, again, I could go on about this band forever and like cover because each of like they did like they are like started out kind of more like folk metal sound. Then they got like a little more black metal uh, tinged, went kind of back to folk for like a bit. But his vocals, like, I wanted to say, were like to me, that's like the most black metal-y link. But sure. Aside from their guitar tones and some of their riffs. Yeah. But like like his vocals are so disgusting. 
Like yeah. he's just like you could hear his voice just like ripping apart and just like cutting yeah. out like, eh, like yeah. the truest like it's really great. He's yeah. he's a very multi talented uh, front man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and then um, Henry Servali, who's like the main mastermind behind the band. Uh, him and uh, I think Vile is the singer. They're cousins, so mm. it's cool that they you know you know they are great working duo. Um, it's like the RZA and Jizza, right? Yeah, or exactly. ODB. You know, it's a family. It's a family. <laughs> But yeah, just love Moon Sorrow. Love them. Yeah. I'm glad they're on your list because they're not on my list, but not because they're not one of my favorite fucking metal bands. Sure, they're actually sure. one of the metal bands I find myself listening to the most uh, recently. Yeah. In the last year or two. I'm just like, I'm always, they cover all these like grounds. Definitely. And you know what I mean? Where it's Definitely. Like, you know, and they're catchy as fuck. Right. They have really huge hooks. You wouldn't think. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you just memorize these huge, fuck, and these riffs, you're singing along with those riffs. Yeah, great choice. Yeah, no, great um, choice. the one last thing I will say, um, in terms of bands writing these huge songs, like 15, 16 minutes, they don't sound, they don't seem that long, because they're so good at writing songs like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. so that's another thing that Moonsaro has, I think, over a lot of other bands. It's cool too because a few of their records, like the vinyl, is like track A is one song, track B is another <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So there's really no like, uh, it's one continued piece. Yep. But uh, okay, so, so my next one is uh, I don't know if this is on your list, but it might let's, be. Let's see, let's see. It's uh, Behemoth, Zoskius <laughs> Cultus. Yes, but uh, it's my favorite Behemoth record. Uh, they're an incredible band. Obviously, I'm sure most metalheads have appreciation for them in one way or another. But uh, that's just like the production. That's like them at their most death metal, right? Absolutely. Like raw death metal because, like uh, you know. Demigod, Evangeline, all these other records after are very death metal, but like this is the most like morbid angel-y it, the most like just like the production's really lo-fi, the drums are like really um, flat in a fucking amazing way. Yeah, they're flat and they sound huge like at the yeah. same time. And Nurgle's voice is the most pissed ever on this record. Yeah, I uh, so that's the <laughs> this was the one that kind of, I had to make room for like these other albums, but th this I had like this was basically maybe it'll be like you know my number six or whatever, but it's the top of my honorable mentions list. Yeah, um, dude, you got me into this record. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah that's, that's a fun that. connection. <laughs> but dude, horns of Baphomet, like, dude, the all-time heaviest open. I still, I mean, Jesus, I still on, hope people. one day we get to see that track live. Um, they yeah. did they perform tease it. the intro. Don't they, they tease the sample? They used to sometimes? tease the sample when they play uh, "As Above, So Below." Wow, what a <laughs> yeah. blue ball job! I know. Yeah, <laughs> but, but sorry, um, what were you gonna say? No, no. Um, I think recently they did. You know, before COVID hit, and you know, when we get, when bands could still perform live and everything, um, they did. There were videos they were putting of them rehearsing "Horns of Baphomet," and I think they performed it live recently. So it's like I'm glad that song's still on their radar. Yeah, for sure. It's one of these things. It's a, this record is a casualty of like they blew up on like, or they didn't blow up, but they got much bigger on Demigod. Demigod, and yeah. then the following records only got bigger and bigger and bigger with each record. So by the time they were like a headlining band, headlining everywhere in the states and stuff, yeah, like only a few tracks on this record would make the set list, if that. And usually it was uh, as above, so below. Right. Yeah. That's the if, one. If and any. Yeah. If any, just that. Where the like, like if I ever heard "No Sympathy for Fools" live, I would, I would punch <laughs> someone in the face so hard. <laughs> right. I would. It's like these tracks are just fucking perfect songs. Like they're so heavy, and the fact that it's like unless they do like an album night show, yeah. like when they do like an album, not tour, but you know what I'm saying, like that yeah. kind of thing. I don't know that we'll hear them, but this is definitely my favorite favorite behemoth. Yeah, I'll still go back because I was. Um, this is still my favorite. Um, I love um, you know Evangelion a lot. Mm. Um, 
and you know they they put out a bunch of great shit, obviously. But uh, that that one's still my favorite. It's the first one I heard. Um, my buddy John sent me uh, "Black Civil Black" was the first track yeah. I heard off that album. Yeah. Uh, but then you got yeah, like you no know, sympathy for fools. You know, um, uh, "Horns of Baphomet" is my favorite track. Um, and then the last track, uh, you know, "Let There Be Might." Yeah. Or whatever. It's like it's just such an ass kicker of like a last track. It's like maybe a little over three minutes. Yeah. You know, so it's just so like ass kicking straight to the point. But um, yeah, it was like, it, you know, you could tell they're morbid angel influence. And it was cool that they eventually went on tour. We got to see them at the pound. Yeah. Because um, yeah, it, it reminded me of like, you know, um, it, like uh, domination or that, yeah. that whole totally production Swampy style. Kind of like yeah. they have these like, like, you know, just really simple, you know, the simple sludgy low tremolo riffs, you know, yeah. like mid tempo, just like. Yeah, I, I love all that shit. And this was like, I think the first, re- well, the one before it and this one where they're kind of their transition into the death metal because they were more of a black metal. Yeah, band yeah. I'm trying first. to, yeah, I'm trying to think. I think, um, Thelma six, Del- six. Oh, yes. Or whatever. Yeah, Thelma six was before this yeah, one. Thelma and then, six, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, Satanica was like the first one okay. with Inferno on it. And then yeah, that's yeah. where you can start to see him start leading that way. Yeah. One of my favorite drummers ever. But, yeah. Uh, same here. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool about this record, too. But I was going to say, like, we were lucky enough to catch them on the Demigod in, in after era. Right like when they saw first them started the coming pound. to the States. And when you, if you were lucky enough to see them in that era, like when they were all long hair windmilling at the same time, every <laughs> yeah. song had blasts. And I love the Satanists and uh, whatchamacallit, yep. their newest one. Uh, uh, I love you at your darkest. Yeah. They're both sick records. But um, but yeah, you know, back then, like the apostasy, Demigod, Zoskias, like that, those days where that be- live behemoth was something else. Right, yeah. My goodness. Yeah, and one of the, like, and then, um, Nurgle is, like, one of my icons. Like, sure. he's, like, you know, someone I, one of, like, one of the guys I look up to most in just music in general. Wish um, you would post a little less on Instagram, but it's all good. <laughs> That's just my opinion. It's but, all good. But, yeah, he is an icon. His book yeah. is great, too. Yeah. His book is really yeah. fucking cool, man. Um, just, I remember <laughs> seeing their, uh, their tour, um, uh, when they came around after he beat leukemia and coming out and just being more brutal, more ass kicking, more evil, like you know, just like yeah, the songs something... might not have been as fast, but there was like a certain darkness to his delivery. Now that was like you know, when you go through some crazy shit like that, right. you literally fight for your life. Like yeah, you could really hear it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> no, love Behemoth, dude. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. So you know and. I don't know if Behemoth's on your list. Are they? It was. It's it's my first if they are, you honorable mention do... slash oh, okay. like number six. <laughs> okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. okay, so what do you got for me? So uh, next one is actually um, an album you showed me. Uh, I think it was probably the year it came out, and they've developed mm. into like one of my favorite bands ever. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, uh, Silent Waters by Amorphous. Woo, that's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> All good. I got. Keep going. Um. I like you know I knew of the name Amorphous for like a long time. Just um, seeing their shirts at shows, or I always remember seeing their ads for um, their album Eclipse mm-hmm. in magazines and everything like that. But um, I remember you played me Silent Waters, uh, weaving the incantation, the first track, and mm-hmm. just being like, okay, like I need to check this thing out. And they're just like, they're one of. Um, they're one of those bands that can mix a bunch of styles together and just make it totally work. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Yatsen, I think, is one of my favorite metal vocalists of all time. 
just of how diverse he is. Yeah. Like, he could do death metal. He could do kind of, like, those, like, mid-range, almost, like, Mastodon sort of style vocals. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's quite a vocalist in the sense of that. Yeah. yeah. And, and just his clean singing is so unique. Like, even when you hear him do, like, guest spots on other albums, it's like, yeah. you know exactly who it is. And, like, not corn. Because, you know, a lot of metal singing, and yeah. especially if you fall into those, like, they're not a power metal band by any stretch, but, like, you fall into that European, like, mid-tempo epic metal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Like, there's a lot of nuclear blast and century media bands like that. But, uh, but yeah, he's just... I don't know what my point with that. He's just like a crazy vocalist, and I don't. Oh, I don't mind the singing. I love the singing. Yeah, and they switch off, and so I. A little bit of a hypocrite here. I, earlier, I said I hate that, but that's an exception. <laughs> but no, the, yeah, that was one of those <laughs> like few bands that can do that so well, and yeah. um, and yeah, and not even just to focus on like Tommy's vocals so much, like the riffs, the um, like the piano licks that they do. Um, Love the drumming. Yeah, As the a drummer. Drumming I gotta so say, good. like, the, he's it's one of those Dave Grohl metal drummers where it's like less is more, just hit hard, totally it's, it's classy fills. You know, don't overplay. And the funny thing yeah. I um, I really started to like notice about Amorphous just as a band in general, um, and it's one of my favorite things about Silent Waters. Also, is there's always like a constant lead going on like, yeah. in all their songs. You yeah, know? you got and, the heavy, you got the chords underneath creating the fucking texture. Yeah, and then you, you got this epic like chirpy kind of lead. The lead was like yeah. the, and then they love the delay pedal. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is the, yeah. it's so good. But um, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, like the tracks, like my like favorites, like. Um, you know, just the the title track, Silent Waters, then going into um Is that the third track? Yeah. Yeah. Silent that title track is I think my favorite. Yeah, and that chorus is just so soaring and amazing. Yeah. Um uh towards and against the later track, which is mm-hmm. kinda of like that hi hat beat like yeah, behind yeah. it the entire time. Yeah. And then uh I have Crimson Blood and Her Alone, like all those songs Her Alone's are a so banger. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, this is making me want to revisit it later. I haven't listened <laughs> to it in years. It's so good, yeah. man. Yeah. And the records after that are great too. Oh Everything yeah, everything they've done since then is pretty fucking solid. Under the yeah. red, red Cloud, yeah, that was a fucking great one too. Yeah, Under the Red Cloud yeah. um, was the one before. Right after that was Skyforger. Oh yeah, Skyforger is cool too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the, uh, that band's fucking fantastic. That's really like that's one of those where it's like I can't put it on all the time because it is really emotionally kind of like sure you're... Uh, layered and just like the melodies are big and kind of they're melancholy kind of. Like melodies definitely, definitely so i can't be i'm not if i'm pumped i don't listen to that like, no yeah right right maybe yeah. it's maybe some of like their heavier stuff but yeah, yeah if you're gonna yeah. be like listening to a whole album it's definitely kind of got to be in the mood for it and their albums you know their older albums especially they were much more of just a death metal band you know yeah like they they evolved heavily it is funny um but not heavily. and i'll get into this with some of my later picks but they're one of those like few bands like their style really changes drastically throughout their career mm-hmm. but you can kind of you definitely forgive them for it because it's so well done. Yeah, which is rare. Very rare. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to, like, not, like, jump lanes, but just to, to make big leaps in some kind of way. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Good pick. Good right. pick. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one on my list is, uh, this is a more obscure one, uh, but and I'm a little biased because I released it on my label. <laughs> but it's uh, Voyager. Oh my god! I was going to put this online too. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I know you love this band, but uh, a lot of people probably don't know who this band is. Most people, but they're from Boston uh, in the late like 2007 to 2012 ish years. Yeah. Uh, and I discovered their EP, their first EP, uh, self-titled one, for my brother who played it for me, and I was like 
holy fuck it's one of the most insanely heavy bands uh if you like um cult of luna and the band isis um (laughs) and uh you know all of that kind of stuff uh it's just neurosis those kinds of things they do that but um hypersleep is their full-length debut and it's like a double lp and it's fucking crazy uh it was my 12th release actually um in 2010 i want to say yeah 2010 and uh it is just mind blowing. They have this like space theme. Like they're very like, you know, it's called hypersleep. It's like very galactic. They use like outer spacey samples. Uh, but the riffs, like if you like crowbar and shit like that, and the vocals are just like punishing, like perfect, like sludge doom, but very melodic and no clean singing, but just like, or maybe a tiny bit of like droney kind of singing. But like, uh, I mean, it is just mind bendingly heavy. You know, I remember, when you showed me their um, their first EP with like crushing winds and shit on it, I mean, just yeah. being completely blown away. And um, <laughs> I remember first hearing this one, and um, you know, kind of talking about like mid range vocals. Uh, I remember Devin's vocal got a little more mid rangey. Yeah, on, on this less, one, it was less like super screaming and more a little more yelly screaming. Yeah, yeah. But I, it, but it still it totally works, and he and he still has all the power behind it and everything. But yeah, um, yeah this album is just it's it was cool to see a, like a band like still picking up like that whole sound, you know, for you know, like you said, Neurosis, Isis, Cult of Luna, even like Pelican in a way too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I loved it. like this was another one. I mean, we always talk about uh, like how we like how songs maybe are short or albums are shorter and kick ass. But this one, some styles and like yeah. merit their length, and like, mm-hmm. this one just flows like it's a journey. Yeah, the first track "Solar" is just like insane, and then it goes into flares, which like the transition in between those songs, yeah, the riff, just the, the kick drum is just <laughs> yeah. like I can't rec- recommend this album enough. Like you probably haven't heard it, but absolutely go listen to it. Uh, with at streaming site of your choice or whatever, but Definitely. Uh, yeah, like um, um, and we we were lucky enough to tour with this band and like you know uh, play shows with them and see them live, which was just like, I mean, like you were your body was rattling, yeah, like, it was oh, so God. loud, but in the best way. And their drummer Keith like hit hard as fu- literally as hard as he could. Every... Like you, people say that oh, he was yeah. taking full swings. He's a big dude. He's just fucking. It's like as loud as it should be. When you hear the record, you see it live. You're like, yeah, that's as crushing as I wanted it. it it's know? funny for you that one of my favorite memories of the first time we ever saw them at um, Hemlock in San Francisco. Um, you know, they opened with uh, Solar and went into Flares, and then when uh, with the kick and everything, I just remember yeah. him reaching so far above his head to hit the toms yeah, yeah. like above it just being like this is the fucking heaviest <laughs> this shit ever is so crazy <laughs> and there were like 30 people in that room yeah and it's like the people who got to witness voyager man oh my goodness yeah man yeah but fond memories of that band they didn't uh really do anything after this uh they did a three-way split uh with outer heels and griever i've actually put out their whole catalog now that i think of it because i re-released their ep, the EP too yeah. check all those out they're all really worth your time yeah we miss yeah. you guys <laughs> yeah yeah shout out pj and Devin. yep all the homies brian everyone but uh yeah what's next for you so let's see um guess we're at number two okay so i've always been a um a huge black metal fan uh, but this this album is not like your traditional black metal kind of stuff, but it it's just such an important album to me. Lombonic Art, Moon the Scorpio. 
Are you wearing a Limbonic Art shirt right now? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Our I thought it was. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah. So, this is their, you know, um, Norway. But they're very keyboard and, like, atmosphere, you know, influenced. And this one, it's, this is their debut album. And the cool thing about them is they, it was two guys and it was a drum machine. They uh, all their albums had a drum machine on it, but that's kind of correct me if I'm wrong. It's kind of like a black metal trend, right? With a lot of black metal would have like drum machines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot, I mean, all, all the earlier guys would still have, you know, ma- sure. But there's a lot of one man projects. Oh yeah, exactly. That, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the atmosphere, the melodies, just in the production on this album is it just has this vibe that just. I would, you know, it, you could just go out like on a walk at night. It just takes you in a whole nother world. And the reason why I bring up the drum machine is because it doesn't sound like typical drums. Like the cymbals sound like thunderclaps. Yeah. And the toms are so weird. And then like the kick almost isn't constant when you know it's like a blast beat or yeah. like a thrash beat or something. It almost kind of like, like, like the volume almost goes up and down. Yeah, it's really, really odd, but it, but it's not just like machine like. It's just like really fucking. Yeah, exactly, crazy. Yeah. exactly. And so I think that adds a lot to this album. And then the vocal performance and recording is so good. Just the melodies. It, it's just like it's almost a very emotional, like kind of sounding album in a way because it's not about your typical like satanic kind of stuff. It's a lot of you know, like metaphors about like the mind and the soul and everything sure. like that and everything like that. Uh, so I a thought more that trippy was... and kind of like, uh, um, what's the word? Not spiritual, but a little more like uh, introspective and kind of third eye in a way. Like, yeah. You know, galactic kind of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of their imagery was space kind of yeah. stuff on all yeah. their albums. Yeah. That's always been like a constant theme. And it did yeah. like make you feel like some of their tracks in like, Good segue from Voyager. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the keyboard and, like, sample stuff they would do is very spacey. and makes you feel like you're kind of, like, floating out, like, in the middle of nowhere and stuff. Yeah. It's a very, yeah. It, again, this is definitely not an album you could put on, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. But when you're in that perfect, like, mood and you just need to, like, have some crazy escape. Yeah. Um, like, this album is just perfect. And all of... Um, their first, you know, four... And one of their releases was kind of, like, re-recording of demos, but... Uh, when it was made, when it was Demon and Morpheus, and they had a great comeback record too, Legacy of Evil. But like, they, they, it's just one of my favorite catalogs ever. Like in terms, of just even just any metal band, like even yeah. just transcending black metal too. I gotta explore it more. I mean, I know how much you love them. Did they ever really tour? I know you weren't able to see them, right? but did they ever tour? Um, they, I think the most they ever did in the states was maybe a handful of festival, festival perf- here too, performances. Yeah. There's videos you can still find. Yeah, I think they did like um, fest or something like that. They might have did. Uh, what, there was one. They might have done done New England. Or I meant or Maryland. I feel like Maryland, they played Maryland or something like that. But I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. But there are. Um, you can look up performances of them. Yeah, playing yeah. stuff. But yeah, but you never got to witness it. No, no, no. Because they broke up. They broke up for a while. Came back. Um, and they've, you know, Demon, the guy who did found the band, is now just solo. He's still okay. putting stuff out. But um, yeah, they Demon. never did anything. Um, they never did anything touring, unfortunately. Yeah. That's interesting. More mystique. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. It's, it's almost cooler, you know, than yeah. seeing a band every year or something. Depends right. on the band. Exactly, but, uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's my turn, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, next. 
Now, I'm really not like Mr. like classics or everything like fucking it's all about the the big names and those like I don't I worship them. Yes, but it's like there's so much everyone and their mother knows about Metallica and those sure. stuff. But obviously I'd be remiss to not like include something of theirs on my list. For sure. And this is a weird ass pressing. It's all green. I don't really know yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. But uh Ride the Lightning uh is my favorite Metallica record and it's very close. That Master and Justice are all very close, different kinds of records, and this is probably tied with Master for me in a way. But if I had Definitely. to pick one, for me, just like the production of this record is like ice cold, and it matches the art and like Fight Fire with Fire as an opening track. I Dude. mean, you got Creeping Death on there, uh, you know. I mean, it's just like uh, fucking Trapped Under Ice is one of my favorite songs. It's just like it. It wasn't as thrash metal as like master you know what i mean yeah it wasn't yeah. like as heavy but but and they're also heavy it's hard to say but it's just like something about these songs and like the vibe of that record just really fucking stuck with me and when i when i find myself listening to metallica um the rare times i do these days because it's just beaten into the my head ground <laughs> yeah we've been listening to whatever. Whatever. like yeah you know teenagers. <laughs> um but uh i usually return to this one so uh yeah i mean you can go on for months about Metallica, but you know, at one point in time, they were truly the greatest heavy metal band of all time. They, I think they probably still are. Obviously, I still say um, they are, yeah. Uh, and they just encompassed everything that is like heavy metal, you know. And uh, yeah, the drum production on it, you know, like the kick, you fight fire with fire. You hear it, the kick's just like it's like really muffled, and it's just like it does not punchy, and it's just like you know, yeah, it's yeah. really cool old production. I love it. I, I think they did it on tape, obviously. It sounds yep. like just exactly just that kind of warmth that you love from that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah it's anyways. funny with yeah Metallica. It's I've always the parts of my life. they my favorite Metallica album has changed. Like Ride the Lightning right. was my favorite for a long time. Um, Justice has been my one of my favorites for a long time. Yeah. Um, there's even a part like little times of like you know I think oh maybe kill them all, but still like. Um, Kill it, Mall is a little too punk for me. It's, I love it. it, it but, it's an amazing debut, but yeah. yeah. It's, but if I were going to say, right now, Puppets is probably my favorite. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, and it kind of goes back to what we were saying. Like, It's easy to pick their biggest record, like with Rain and Blood, Slayer. It's like, uh, I've just come to terms with, like, I'm not ashamed to say like Puppets is like my favorite. Just yeah. because, But Ride the Lightning, um, like that opening of Fight Fire with Fire riff is just fucking insane. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, for whom the bell tolls is just like one of the most dude. Like, even the heavy songs, uh, yeah. Even the song "Ride the Lightning," yeah. Like the fucking tongs, man. Like the yeah. Like those are just like stomping thrash riffs, and the guitar tone is like so thin but perfect. Yeah, you know, it's like razor sharp, but it's not like full bodied. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. And there's so much reverb on this record too. Yeah, it's the most reverby record compared Definitely. to like, like what actually it's like a rapid reverb decline from this to justice <laughs> yeah, it goes from like all of it to none. nothing on justice yeah <laughs> yeah really weird huh um yeah yeah and then but even to go um and this is like you know it's only their second record but it, was, it had like their first kind of like ballady song like fade the black yeah and every album after that had one in a way yeah. you know um that song was not good for a lot of people in the 80s with mental health issues, I don't think. I think it made them really sad. <laughs> I, know, I think it was right? a lot of people's last songs. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a heavy song. I, I skip it because it's just like, I just, I don't, it's too, 
it's heavy. Sure, sure, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Emotionally, it's just kind of like the melody is so intense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, right the lighting. Um, I, I still have a lot of friends that still say that that's their favorite and their best. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's awesome record. It's like crazy. It's like their second one, and like they established their first era sound with their second record. You right. Know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And what a run. I mean, kill them all through justice. Yeah. And if you know, I love Black Album too, but that's I don't really put it in with that group sure you yeah know? that was the bridge <laughs> that was the bridge to the uh unforgiven <laughs> just to the latter half of the career yeah no but uh yeah okay so you know i had to talk about metallica obviously absolutely yeah and then uh yeah because like puppets is on my you know honorable mentions there okay. that was like a second okay. one so um yo got it we good thing we had to you got to talk about metallica how could you not yeah metal. yeah um okay so my number one this is these guys have been one of my favorite bands ever. They basically introduced me to like the extreme, the extreme realm of just metal. Mm-hmm. When it comes, you know, they, I always count like you know, black metal, death metal, and then everything you know around that. Yeah. Um, so Timmy Borgir, and we actually were talking about this, you know, about a week or so ago. It's so hard to pick a favorite. Um, like, I love Enthroned Darkness, Triumphant. PR Tentacle, Euphoric Misanthropia was the album that got me into them. That's my favorite record of theirs, just because it's the one that got me into them. Also. Yeah. That and Stormblast, but yeah, pure, yeah. Woo, what a record. <laughs> um, but this one, uh, when I was already, like, a Demi, like, super fan, this is, like, the first album they released while I was so balls deep into them, and it's become my favorite. Death Call Armageddon. Just, it's, I feel, and this, Demi was another example of a band that can switch, that really has changed like over their entire career, but uh, we're still able to do it extremely well and still feel like the same band. Yeah. Um, and I think this is like the pinnacle of all those like kind of styles like coming together. And obviously it's the most grandiose. It's yeah. still more modern sounding. Full fucking orchestra. Though, full orchestra. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll never, you never go full orchestra. <laughs> Except in this case. Yeah. Very, very few bands can pull that off. Yeah. And I think... Um, <laughs> they did it like very tastefully on Death Cult. Um, it, it you know it sounds like a it sounds like a movie. Even I think even some of the tracks were included on like movie soundtracks. Well, um, what was the song with the their first video that was on Headbangers Ball all the uh, time? Progenies uh, of the Great Apocalypse. Yes, that video is yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. And that's like that one. It just sounds like a movie soundtrack. Yeah, like they clearly Ooh. were trying to tell, hey, we had a full orchestra on this. Let's make use of it. Check it out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But um, I just like it's. They have this album, I just think, start to finish is just perfect. Like, they have some, like, songs in the middle, like, uh, specifically one called Blood Hunger, uh, Blood Hunger Doctrine, which is way, it's, like, darker and weird, but then it gets super big and it's mid-tempo, like, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I still think Allegiance, the opening track, is my favorite opener ever. ever. It just, wow. like, it's sl- it, like, these weird little sounds and it just kind of builds up slowly and slowly. And then when it punches in with like Shagrass yell yeah and then it just then the roll it's like the blasts and nick barker's one of like the fastest drummers ever he's one of my favorite death metal drummers yeah. he's just got his style man it's yeah great. but just how it, the album starts like the slow build it just kicks ass you're like oh my god this is dim like at the time i like 2003 yeah. just be like oh my god this is dim new record and it's insane <laughs> yeah well when you get into puritanical like at the time your mind is like where do they go from here because puritanical is like right. the most insane like trip of a record yeah it's like 
really takes you to a place and it's so many it's it's we keep saying grandiose but when i think grandiose metal i think like that band sure you know yeah, what i mean absolutely. Uh, or grandiose extreme metal definitely, but, uh, definitely. yeah so uh, it's it just crazy for that record to come out and you go like wow okay they did this yeah. even the artwork was so badass yeah the fucking like gray like you know steely like yeah so cool just like that like yeah like that really post-apocalyptic yeah because it's all about, you know, obviously it's in the title. It's all about, yeah. like, the end of the world, Armageddon. Um, yeah. But, yeah, even just, like, yeah, it was just kind of, like, like the weird, like, metal portal thing on the yeah. front. It's like, what is this? But I love it, a portal. Portals are just <laughs> ominous and crazy. Yeah. yeah. You're like, what Like what the fuck is this? But for whatever reason, it, like, it totally fit the music yeah. and, like, the, you know, you know, the whole just, like, theme of the whole album. Yeah. Great great choice. I mean, yeah, that record. And Demo is probably one of your favorite, favorite. Oh, they, Do you think they're your favorite metal band? Honestly, like that, it might be. Like right? at one point they were, yeah, and they yeah. probably you know still are. Like I always pick like between like a good handful of bands, like yeah. them, Amorphous are like always up there, and yeah. then like a couple others. But sure. for a long time, I was it was unequivocally like Dimmit was my favorite band ever, yeah. and they obviously you know they still are. Yeah, yeah, and those records hold up for sure, definitely. Yeah. Okay, that's a good pick. I can't believe Seriously. I'm already on my final one. I know. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> okay, so this is a no-brainer. Okay. Um. And what's funny is I actually don't have this LP, but I have every other LP somehow. But uh, At the Gate, Slaughter of the Soul. Okay, for sure. Yeah, like everyone, metalheads know this record. It's like the quintessential melodic death metal record. Definitely. Um, you know, it was uh, 1996, just the golden era of that Swedish sound. Um, and melodic death metal was pretty new, you know what I mean? Like them, along with a few other bands, were like pioneers of this sound where they took like heavy thrash shit and et cetera and just like added like some melody into it and you know at the gates was always in b standard or whatever so it's yeah. like it had this low Love that. dark like they would do melodic simple melodic riffs but because it was so low and it just had this like sinisterness to it you know and uh adrian's one of my favorite drummers ever yeah in the genre. like he's so i keep going back to this but all my favorite drummers are just laid back and simple powerful you know and serve the riff and uh and also anders a guitar uh anders a guitar player uh, in the Bajorler twins, right? Yeah. That's her last name? Yeah. Uh, I always mess up. <laughs> European Bueller names are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, that duo is just like they have a sound, even going into the Haunted. And Haunted didn't make my list, but they're an honorable mention as a band because, uh, you know, they're just incredible. Those two are just capable of such insanely compelling, like, dark, melodic death metal. And uh, Slaughter of the Soul is a perfect record. Everyone knows it. You know, they came back after... Uh, 14 years like in 2010 and I was lucky enough to see them at the Fillmore in San Francisco yeah, it, it was yeah. one talk about goosebumps when they came out to the track Slaughter oh, of the Soul yeah. you know it's with the riff like the that. riff comes in and you're just like okay well this is the craziest thing I've ever because we never thought we'd see it we truly didn't ever think we'd see it yeah like you know? that's what's awesome like we there's so many bands that you know did comebacks we thought we'd never see it was like you know like for just me personally it was like them Carcass um, I never got to see um immortal or emperor but they got back later mm -hmm. and started to do stuff but um but slaughter of the soul like like you say, it is the quintessential melodic death metal record if you want to say what's melodic death metal you play them slaughter yeah um even more so than heartwork even though heartwork gets lumped in a lot but like carcass was a little more like heavier like they were just a, like do you know what I mean? They didn't have the, as much of the melody, like uh, some of the riffs for sure. Oh yeah, it's definitely, but, but it's, they still had the more kind of like, comparatively. Yeah, it's like hard work was like you know like slow down and tone down, but you still felt that death metal grind kind yeah. of aspect to it too. Yeah. 
um, where Slaughter is really just kind of all about like melody and and almost like a little more like thrash, like sort of like really just doing the like thrash we almost throughout the entire record. Yep. But, Every song's fast. Yeah. You know, it's so and, great. And like, yeah, like what I love about them and um, one of my, you know, uh, one of my honorable mentions, which I always kind of thought took a lot of cues of Slaughter uh, was, you know, Damage Done by Dark Tranquility because Slaughter in that album really, it's they're so straightforward yeah. in terms of like the songwriting, the riffing, and the drums. Like, there aren't really even any fills that they they're all like they're just roundhouse like yeah but it but um slaughter was able just to do it so like perfectly and tastefully that it it was it was um it wasn't a detriment it was like a good thing about the album and what's cool yeah what's cool about slaughter and at the gates in general is like is like compared to like the inflames and dark tranquilities at the time and you know countless other bands um like they really had a lot of slayer in them like there's songs on that at uh uh, on Slaughter of the Soul that are like there's almost no melody it's just a pure threat yeah like song. Nausea is yeah like, like Nausea is fucking a need that yeah, song yeah like b- ripping and it's like it, that's pure heaviness it's yeah. not like yeah but then you have the Slaughter of the Souls you have the Blinded by Fears which you know yeah are uh, and what a tri- what an opener to a record <laughs> yeah I mean God. Blinded by Fear is fucking perfect and uh, you know obviously for better or worse they influence a whole generation of American metalcore bands think, and things and uh, people lump like the city in with it but uh you know uh that style of riffing yeah. on slaughter yeah um I, i'm glad you brought that up because i was gonna bring that up too i think a lot of you know like you know true metalheads or whatever like hate slaughter for that reason because it gave way to um like the american metalcore scene that's so stupid though because it's like how is it that record's fault you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's stupid uh, you know it's but but i i get what you're saying because yeah. it, it really did like that record because you know um but then there were amazing bands that came out of that like black dahlia murder and darkest hour and, and yeah. arsis and bands like that worship those bands and, For sure. and, and they didn't have breakdowns or fucking swoopy hair or all that shit it, even you know? like, but even like um you know the bands i think that you know a lot of those kind of fans like don't like and i kind of blame at the gates for it but even bands like kill switch engage and like all that remains Mm-hmm. That you know, like the metalcore, really metalcore, that kind of style of riffing, sure, sure, are still sure. like put out great shit. Sure, you, you sure. Know what I mean, yeah. so but uh, but it, but then like thankfully it gave way to like yeah like you know, Arsis, Black Dahlia Murder mainly. Yeah, and and Darkest Hour. You know, yeah, I mean like, Darkest Hour is one of my favorite bands. Yeah, but uh, Darkest Hour probably being the most like. Because Black Dolly had a way more death metal. Darkest Hour sure. really took from the gates like mid tempo thrash, yeah, like single kick thrash beats. Mark of Judas and like all those records, like yeah. all the early Saiyan stuff. Nation. Yeah, one of my favorite. Oh, I should have put that's an yeah. honorable mention. <laughs> Darkest Hour's Hidden Hands of a Saiyan Nation is yeah. a perfect record. So Sedated is like another one that really has a lot of that yeah. kind of sound on it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, for the handful of bands that really did this sound well, uh, it's such a magical time period and a really cool sound, you know, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, how could? Yeah, I love terminal terminal spirit disease also, and at war with reality, their comeback record. Yeah, uh, I fucking loved, and it, it feels that that was almost like a hell on earthy kind of thing for Mob Deep, where it's like it was like almost colder sounding. Yeah, and like more steel, like just you know, because early at a little the, less melodic. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. That's the early at the gate stuff, um, as opposed to bands like In Flames or Dark Tranquility that always had the kind of Iron Maiden. Yes, kind of. Yes. Sound of them yeah. at the gates came from the more like death metal kind of cloth, like yeah. 
Um, they like didn't Red harmonize Mix. their guitars like nearly as much. Definitely, there's some, yeah. but there's a lot where both guitar players are playing the same notes. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like um, uh, Red in the Sky is ours, yeah. and With Fear, I Kiss a Burning Darkness. Like, great, like, death metal records. And there's yeah. still, like, you could tell there's, like, a little, like, more melody to it. A little, like, dissection y. You can hear, like, a little. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And those are still, like, great records. And, and, like, yeah, and it's, like, Slaughter is, like, a big shift. And Terminal will kind of served as, like, the bridge yeah. to those. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, at the gates, if you're going to talk about Moloch Death Metal, I mean, like... If you leave them you off, you're a fool. I mean, you <laughs> exactly. You, you got to talk about them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, shout out at the gates. Um, and also, but I mentioned, also The Haunted, man. Like, The Haunted is really overlooked. And, uh, you know, after Slaughter of the Soul and at the gates disbanded, many people know... Uh, they Anders, the twins, and the drummer. Actually, it was everyone except uh, uh, Thomas. Thomas, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was basically at the gates with a different singer going back, like way more thrash, just like Pure Slayer. Try, yeah, way Pure Slayer. Too, yeah, and uh, they evolved over the years too, for better or for worse. But their first four records are really fucking good. Yeah, dude. So okay. I mean, you know, maybe do it. One Kill Wonder, self-titled. I even love Revolver. You know. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> Haunted had to mention them, even though it wasn't in my top five. For sure, for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, for yeah sure. I mean, I guess we just got our, like our honorable mentions, and we'll keep. Oh yeah, because you did your five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you have yeah. a, Do you have an honorable mention? I've, I've a lot because <laughs> this was a hard list. Go for to it. Do. Go for it. So, um, okay. So we already mentioned um, Zelsky Occultus, um, Master of Puppets. I already mentioned. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Damage Done. Oh, we already mentioned. So uh, the yeah. the ones I have left on here. Um, I'll just run down real quick. Peace Cells no by Megadeth. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, let's talk about this for a sec. Okay, for sure. Yeah, you don't need to rush through. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, because they deserve the attention, you know? Oh, I mean, dude, yeah. But, uh, I, I no. to, you got to mention, but, like, it's like we were talking about even before we recorded this. Yeah. It's like, I keep finding myself having more kind of racist stuff. It's like, I got to have classics on there. But yeah, but for me, Peace Cells and Rust in Peace, you know, Rust in Peace act for me is like the one just because uh, I got into them with that record. For sure. But yeah, uh, Megadeth, I mean phenomenal fucking band yeah Go like ahead, yeah it was always you know because um they kind of have their you know first their they kind of i mean them and metallica sort of you know follow you know the same where their first four are just so fucking amazing and then you know black album and countdown which are both amazing records and uh are kind of like the bridge to kind of like you know their later sort of style or whatever but um their euthanasia yeah well, I was like, uh, Peace Cells, I, I just, anytime I listen to that, it's like, this is uh, definitely my favorite Megadeth record, for yeah. sure. Like, Good it's Morning Black Friday, like, oh yeah. god, there's so many riffs, like, like, Mustaine is like, such a monster. Do you think there's, it's their most extreme record? Like, their most aggressive? Either that one or Killing Is My Business, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I would probably say Peace Cells, for sure, just in terms of, uh, um, it still kind of has, like, a very like raw like early metal sort of production to it yeah um and then that combined with the riffs and um just mustaine's fucking attitude like i know like so snotty which turned a lot of people off but i, I loved it I love I mean, him, his dude. vocals are what polarized fans of that band for sure not fans it's like everyone agrees the music's pretty great yeah but like his voice is very acquired I lo- yeah i just know? love his attitude how snarky he is like no one um, no one did that before or after yeah you know yeah right because there were some weird like 80s thrash voices a lot yeah. of like yelly barky kind of but but no one yeah. that was just like huh, 
like just like straight from the nose like, yeah like you know the hello me like just this yeah. voice you're like wow like, it's and, almost cartoonish but in a great way right yeah and i think even um like the track peace sells yeah has to be like the epitome of that whole idea yeah just him uh it's like he's like talking to you almost yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. what I mean? like, or he's talking. Yeah, he's well, talking. Or like sweating just, bullets. I mean, sweating bullets. Those songs, like, you're just like, well, this is funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweating bullets is like the next, um, like, version of that of Peace Cell's like uh-huh. lyrics and vocal performance and everything like that. But um, so yeah. So let me see. After that, um, I put the vile conception by Our Penance, mm. just because there it's just like a brutal death metal record that has they're clearly influenced by Behemoth. Yeah, but that was an album uh, that uh, my buddy, uh, my buddy Zach, what's up, dude? <laughs> burnt me uh, that CD. He's like, you got to check this out, and it's just like, it's very behemothy, but still um, has like that Cali brutal death metal like style to it. Yeah, but they're from Italy, right? Italy, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and they're like in like they're tuned to like A or A sharp, yeah. but still doing like those like like brutal death metal tech style death. riffing. It's Not just, tech death, but yeah, brutal death style. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so fucking extreme. Yeah, um, that band is sick. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 along. They, it just reminded me of a honorable mention, which is good. Oh, nice oh, from my side. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, next one, even for a long time, is one of my favorite albums. And unfortunately, we just lost um, Alexi Laiho, but Hate Breeder, Children of Bodom. Um, that was that record. They you know and they had you know Fall the Reaper after, which a lot of people say is like their best. Hey, Crew Death Roll after it is like heavier, but still sounds like Bodom. But this one was always uh, my favorite. Um, my buddy Justin showed it to me a long time ago. Shout just, out, Justin. Just that title track. Yeah. Um, and then my dad and I always loved it. So my dad and I would drive around, just rock out to that record all the nice. time. So, but you got um, the nostalgia mixed yeah. in with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just so goddamn fast and ass kicking. Yeah. Like every song has like uh, has its own like part that you look forward to. Uh-huh. Um. So, but I had to mention just because you know, unfortunately, we just lost Alexi. Yeah, which is such a bummer. That was that one hit hard. That was a dark day. Him and MF Doom in like a week of each other. Yeah. Right. Crazy. Yeah. Um. Then the next three I got on here. Um. Day Mysterious Dumb Satanus by Mayhem. Um. Uh, I think that's the greatest black metal record of all time. Mm-hmm. Um. Just uh, you're on Mrs. Style of riffing. Uh. Just the fucking crazy production on it. It's yeah. so cold. <laughs> uh, the performances, like it's parts, it does feel sloppy, but it's but it still just totally works. Yeah. Hellhammer's drumming on it is just fucking crazy. <laughs> um. Plus and, the story behind you know. It, the whole, oh God, the whole yeah. Like, of, they're they're like know? the heavy metal, like yeah, just all like the murders and the church burnings and everything around it. it they're like the metal version of like the east coast west coast beef and hip-hop you know what i mean whereas good point that's interesting Never you know thought about it there like was that. just this whole like mystique and stories around those and albums. violence like true violence, violence. Yeah, yeah exactly which is fucking yeah. cr- i remember a kid like a friend of mine in high school told me i was like you know those all those guys like went around burning churches and all that i'm like no oh, that's come on that's bullshit yeah and i look into it, I'm like, oh my god this yeah. all actually happened like yeah so like that definitely has like a mystique around it and everything, um, but I, even with that, just the album in and of itself, I just it, it's just fucking so much goddamn fun. I love listening to that record. Yeah. Um, and then my last Good two, choice. Good choice. Uh, the last two, uh, just real quick, um, "Storm of the Lights" Bane by Dissection. Yep. 
That was um, almost on my list. Yeah, like I had to add them on there. There's some, there's some mystique around them too. You know, mm-hmm. John, the driving force behind him. You know, went to went to prison for a long time. Um, I think being charged with being an accessory to a murder and all this kind of stuff. So that's yeah. a bit wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Dissection's phenomenal. And back to the melodic death thing, like they're yeah. quintessential. Melodic death panels. Yeah, they you know, if you, like in some ways, Dishonored Lane and Storm and the Lights Bane like are very heavy in the melodic death. Yeah, that's a, and that's kind of the cool thing about them. I think they like might be the first group that kind of really did like the blackened death metal or like mm-hmm. black death sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Like yeah. it's very like black metal sounding and rift in the yeah, rifts of the production the vocals too, yeah. and the vocals. But they're like melodic death metal riffs. Yeah, and there, he, there's riffs that, like those records, really remind me of like Gallery, like Dark Tranquility, like yeah. those kinds of riffs. Where yeah, like they're fast and like tremolo-y and like higher pit, like not low on the fucking fretboard. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Yeah. And that's why like um, the Somberlane is amazing too. I just think Storm was just like the next step up, and it's just it's just, it's like a shame we didn't get one more record. Yeah, from that era of dissection. Yeah, you know. Um, even though Rain Chaos, like, their comeback. Yeah. Um, totally different and everything. like, But it was a grower, and they're still... Like, it's still, a, like, a very good record. But yeah. it's it's just a shame we didn't get one more. What year did that came up, come out, though? Rain Chaos was, like, 06 okay. or 07 yeah. or something yeah. like that. So, Crazy. you know, still a long time ago. Yeah. Um, uh, and then you know, a, few, a few years later, you know, John, you know, uh, like, uh, committed suicide or yeah. whatever. So, you know, we didn't get any more dissection. But his shit is so timeless that, you know... Like those three full lengths are enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So a lot of people on these lists, you know, even with the hip hop are like, you know, passed away. It's really sad. You know? I know. It's I mean, a it's... part of the music. I think, you know, <laughs> whether it's a tortured artist thing or whatever it is, you know, right. a lot of creative types seem to go too early, which is a very tragic. Yeah. You know? I was, I was thinking about that just like when we started, this is like, I wonder how many times we're going to say rest in peace. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, you got to say it though. You know, you oh, I know. It. But yeah, no, it's uh that's a good pick. Dissection is great. Yeah. Um, and you had one more, one more. And yeah, uh, <laughs> I know you won't agree with this one. Uh, and a lot Reload of, by Metallica. <laughs> and a lot of metalheads don't, but I have to give credit to this band. They were basically the first extreme like band, just extreme music band. Like I ever really got into, um, and you know the one that Chris showed me, mm-hmm. like that started everything. Um, was uh, Slipknot? Okay, so, yeah, yeah, interesting. I, I grew, interesting. We all grew up like me and my buddies all grew up. We were like new metal kids. Yeah, you know sure. I mean? You went so, from new metal to, to to death metal and thrash. And yeah, to more extreme metal. Yeah, so yeah. like all of this like metal stuff. Like I gotta mention Slipknot. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. They're just so fucking pissed off. And like when you go back <laughs> and listen to the self title in Iowa. Yeah, like um, which is their second record. Um, you could hear just like straight up like death metal riffs sure. and everything like, and blast beats like before like I didn't even know I was listening to blast beats at the uh-huh. time, and then later getting into death metal like going back like holy fuck they're doing that's blast those those are blast beats yeah like, yeah you know talk about a band that like spawned a generation of bands though <laughs> oh, oh for, my goodness for they're sure. one of like the most for that sound you know yeah and uh, i was never a slipknot fan but i can appreciate it for what it is you know sure. when it's on those those old records i'm like this is fun this is heavy you know yeah it's just yeah. like you know and being lumped into the like the new metal thing of course you band you know bands like horn who are still you know super heavy and everything mm-hmm. but slipknot had like the extra they were just in their own um just in their own league. like league, just yeah. in, just in terms of how fucking extreme and fast they well, were. Well, also the th- having that many people in a band—that's like yeah. the Wu Tang thing we were talking about. Yeah, the yeah. Army of the Pharaohs is like 
That's it's 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 a visual just like it's cool visually. It's still like you know? it's still some of like the coolest live shit I've ever <laughs> yeah. fucking seen. Like nine people headbanging synchronous <laughs> at the same time. It's just the most like wild thing to see. Sure, like, sure, yeah. yeah. And they did a lot of like crazy shit, like the rotating drum cage, and like they did a lot of like, oh, wild yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like but, uh, they came out at the perfect time, you know, like like a little before the internet, you know, yeah. came out. So. Um, they had all this extra money for, you know, the pyros and the yeah. presentation and, you know, everything like that. Um, you know, and then, you know, kind of going back as, as older and going back and, like, watching more, like, stuff that they put out. It's like, there's crazy shit, like, behind the scenes with them, too, you know? And, oh, like, yeah. No, I know. There's yeah. some drama. There's yeah. some Yeah. Yeah. No, they're an interesting band for sure, man. Yeah. You know, like I said, like, I went from the punk rock hardcore to the metal, not yeah. the new metal to, like, the extreme metal kind of thing. But uh, so I never really caught on to him. But uh, but yeah, that's an interesting choice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And wow. another one, unfortunately, rest in peace, Paul Gray, who was one of the main songwriters and everything oh, like that. Yeah, that's bass, right. So. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, dark time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh, and this yeah. isn't gonna help it. Yeah. But uh, this is my last honorable mention. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Decapitated the negation. Yeah, I knew that was coming up. I mean, sure. that is like probably <laughs> my favorite death metal record. And it's not even that old. I think it came out two thousand three. But um, I mean, or two thousand five. Anyways, uh, I mean, it is fucking crushing. Yes, I mean, yeah. it is the most unrelenting. Like, just every riff is immaculate. Like, you know, I mean, the guitar playing, it's like, it's my favorite death metal guitar playing. Vog is, is just, whew. Such a monster. He's like the death metal dime bag, you know? Oh, absolutely. So rhythmic and so just like, his leads and solos were super sick too. But like, yeah. his right hand was just fucking phenomenal he's yeah he's one of my favorite death metal guitar players ever like even just on his instagram page like he'll post yeah. videos of him sitting on his computer jam it's just like how do you write those riffs like how, how do they fuck? move like that right yeah. yeah so solid like he's like he reminds me of like hetfield in a lot of ways yeah just yeah, like totally you could hear how they're playing the guitar like heavy yeah. and just completely solid you know what i mean yeah and one not overly technical just like brutal death metal like you know they didn't get too noodly it was always really low and fucking uh just tight as could be just yeah. like so and uh mostly due to the drumming and it's like this band has one of the saddest stories ever. oh god <laughs> i won't yeah. get into all of it yeah. but like you know this record and they were like teenagers on this record and uh it's just even that more we're talking about nozomatic kind of like that you're like i can't believe they were like 17 18 19 when they wrote yeah. the records you yeah know, like winds of creation and yeah like um, winds i think like Tech was like 14 yeah. like when the band started or yeah something. and, like, and it's, it's just absolutely crazy insane so i had to mention decapitated because they're one of my favorite death metal bands definitely like, definitely you know? yeah. yeah um and even um like the Gisha and then uh even like organic, like organic hallucinosis yeah. after it, like you definitely saw a change, but you go back and it's just fucking like, yeah, yeah. It just so it was like like probably the closest thing to like a death metal like Meshuga, yeah, almost kind yeah. of in a yeah. way, just like how totally. weird and technical it was. But like you could even hear like a little bit of that on Negation, yeah, like, leading into that almost, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. When, once you heard organic go back, it's like oh okay, that progression yeah. makes sense because Negation got a little less like suffocation. You yeah, know, it got a little less like techie, yeah, and a little, a lot more just like as furious as possible. Yeah, exactly, you know? and and just like monotonous in a crushing way. Yeah, like it's like these riffs were just like hit you, and you're just like I, you know, like yeah. you got to be pissed to listen to that, right? Or just like not pissed, but like just ready for a fucking 
face beating. Exactly. You know? It's funny at um at uh, viral practices, uh, Randy and I will always kind of debate like, oh, what's what's like not even debate, but just talk about like, oh, what's our favorite uh, what's our favorite decapitated record? Because all of them have their own things, but like negation is probably like their. Um, um, and Mario too like Mario would showed me how to play negation riffs on yeah. guitar like yeah. fucking years ago um, and so uh, and we'll we'll try to jam out like parts of the songs until <laughs> until I'm like tired until like fun. a minute and a half yeah. I'm like alright I need a break yeah <laughs> yeah but it was but, it's um, their what though? It, it, I almost think it's like their Black Album or something it's like when the production got although not really because Black Album is like so commercial and slow and all that this is the opposite but the production got amped up like it's just like their most fully formed record. I, think. I, I, I like probably would agree you know, with that. Like, it's probably you in know, terms of their older sound. Y- exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you were gonna you know show someone decapitated, you would give them negation. I would hope you would. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like I think that's if you don't like that, you're not gonna like this band. Right. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's well, a good one though, man. I'm glad yeah. decapitated got mentioned on those two. Man, oh, dude. They, fuck yeah. Yeah. All of us have been into them for so long now. Yeah. Yeah, and I was lucky enough to see them a handful of times too. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but yeah, dude, those were good honorable mentions, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shit, that was fun. Oh, clocking in at just an hour too. Oh, perfect. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, well, I'm sh- listen. We left off dozens of records. Obviously, it's a hard thing to even to narrow down the honorable mentions because we could have done twenty each. Uh, I know. But, God, uh, that's, at I that point, you're just listing off. all your favorite fucking albums. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, but yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed these lists uh i had a blast talking about these records and reminiscing and uh hearing your thoughts on those two and i was surprised yeah. by your list actually too like uh, it was a little i i thought you'd have some that you didn't and like they all kind of ended up on there somewhere oh you for know, sure honorable for mentions sure. or something but like yeah that was that was super fun it's been overdue doing this yeah no absolutely man hang we just talk about this shit i know right? the fuck out of anyone we're with yeah, but, uh, exactly. Yeah. No, like, thanks for having me on this, man. This is yeah, definitely buddy. fun. Like, yeah, uh, it was, I was looking forward to hopefully you and I can do one on one thing like this. Yeah. Like, well, you haven't been on the pod for like since the first like fucking like ten episodes, right? Or whatever, you know, because yeah, you yeah, did exactly. a lot of those with me. But uh, yeah, Murder by Death one, yeah, a lot of fun ones. Hell yeah. But uh, hell yeah, dude. Steve, love you, buddy. Love you too, brother. Hell of fun. Yeah, Signing out.